Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Riley. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game. My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score. Leon drives on the right circle. No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action. This is NHL overtime. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. joining you on Oilers Now. Wow, what a different experience it's going to be. The NHL draft takes place tonight between 4 o'clock and 8 o'clock on 6.30. Jed, uh, Reed Wilkins, myself, Jack Michaels, Rob Brown, a cast of virtual thousands. 
and a virtual draft. Uh, the first one that I will not be at personally since 2008. Uh, went to the O2 draft in Toronto. Uh, that was here a couple Edmonton area products. Uh, ended up going actually three Alberta products. Went in the top seven of the NHL draft. Jay Bo Meester went third. Scotty Upshaw went sixth. Joffrey Lupel went seventh. Uh, and then from 2009 uh, until this year was at every draft. Virtual draft tonight. We'll have all the coverage. we got a lot to get to on today's edition of Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Uh, we are going to get to some draft-specific questions with Ken Holland in the first 15 minutes of the show. Uh, the draft, obviously, is today's top story. Brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Home of no interest and no payments for one year. We will tell you that Mark Spector will join us today from 1235 to 1:30. Sportsnet spec for Horse Racing Alberta. They present live racing every Friday and Sunday evening at Century Mile. Spectator access still limited by COVID restrictions, but you can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. You can reach us uh, on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. The slot machines, the table games, and the poker room open at the River Cree. we got individual dividers uh, with plexiglass in between each and every slot machine. Be sure to try one of their nine dining options, including the brand-new Italia as well. It's Thanksgiving weekend coming up, and they've got, uh, for Monday, Thanksgiving deals on at Italia, the Kitchen Restaurant, and Tap 25, the River Cree Resort and Casino, Alberta's premier resort destination. You can text us at 780-496-0063, the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan at Brendan S. Scott. Brendan, I'm going to bring you in at this time. Uh, Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. 2017 draft. That was the year Edmonton Oilers uh, sleuth, Kyler Yamamoto, Keith Gretzky's pick, uh, 22nd overall that year in the draft. Guess which song they opened as we got it fired up in Chicago. Was it Tom Cochran's Big League? <laughs> it was. And that just it just reinforced yet again why Chicago knows what they're doing. Like, their in-game presentation's as good as it gets. That is a song that Canadians know, uh, but, you know, it's not always a song that every American... Mar- it's kind of like the Tragically Hip, right? Like, Tragically Hip are a band that I'd say Detroit certainly has known over the years, but not every American uh, city during, uh, you know, obviously when Gord Downey was still alive, totally got the Tragically Hip, and it just made uh, for the evening. It's, it's a big day. It's a big day for these kids. It's a start for these kids. We're actually going to give our top 14, Brendan and myself, in a couple of minutes. Again, the top story, the draft. And we'll have complete coverage going forward until whenever tonight. And there could be some movement for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, you know, we'll wait and see what happens here. I will tell you, uh, multiple sources have suggested to me over the course of the last 24 hours, Seth Jarvis could end up in the top 10. There might even be teams as high as four and five looking to potentially trade back a spot or two, thinking they might be able to get to them. But the Portland Winterhawk forward, who uh, we had on the show probably about, well, we had him on, was it before the pause? 
I'm thinking it was before the pause. Uh, definitely on the radar screen for a lot of teams out there. Smaller players, less of a focus uh, in terms of a negative uh, than before. And there could actually be, it's interesting, because uh, we're going to get to this as we go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault 4. 4 on the Oilers Now Audio Vault. Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Ken Holland was asked yesterday, is there a position he's targeting at number 14 overall? You're looking for some upside upside potential. Where do you think that they can cap out? Um, skating, hockey sense, competitiveness. What do they bring? Can they score? Do they check? Can they uh, center, playmaking, center, iceman? But I compete, skate. Um, I don't think... You know, you know, you look at Tampa Bay. I, I, you know, my idea in team building is you like to on the back end. You'd like to have some some size, but out of seven defensemen, you can have a couple of what you would call undersized defensemen. But you do need some uh, you do need some length on the back end. There's situations during a season, you know, matchups, uh, penalty killing, protecting a one goal lead in a game, where you the more the more length, the, the size to box out. Uh, it's important in winning, but certainly you need some some undersized defenseman that can transport the puck and, and, and zip the puck uh, up and I think uh, uh, up front it's about uh, you do you again you need some size but I don't think you need to have 14 forwards that are all big you just you want competitive people you need you need lots of different dimensions when you build a when you build a hockey team all right so a lot of people think the Edmonton Oilers are going to be looking at a forward at 14 uh, I'm always looking for sort of what may have more currency in the actual market and we've talked about the past on the show there's four fundamental um reasons why players historically speaking have slid in the draft say over the last 20 plus years uh number one the russian the khl factor i think most of you get that you understand that number two um players that are injured in their draft year think back to peter sakura's draft year a lot of people thought he'd be the number one overall pick he was playing for the detroit vipers at that time he he fell i think he fell to 17 to the new jersey devils uh number three players that have low goal to assist totals if they're forwards and then number four guys that are short and if you take a look at some of the players out of the Western Hockey League, think of Brendan Gallagher being a guy that was a fifth-round draft choice. Braden Point was a third-rounder in 2014. Uh, if Tampa Bay was so brilliant, why didn't they take him in the second round? They had a couple picks in the second that year, but they still got Braden Point in the third round. He's a major reason why they won the Stanley Cup championship. The 2015 draft, Matthew Barzell, well, let's see, he was injured in his draft year. He had low goal to assist totals, and he's under six foot one, six foot. And... There were some organizations that were, you know, really focused on size. I mean, Edmonton, 2009 to 2012, Montreal draft in 2009, 2010, we were in L.A., 2011, where were we that year? St. Paul, 2012, we were in Pittsburgh. The Oilers focused on some size in different rounds in the first three rounds, and it came back to bite them a bit. You know, they didn't get any traction with a guy like Cameron Abney in the third round of 2009. Uh David Musil, 2011, 2012. He was second-round pick. Mitch Moraz, 2012. Maybe those guys went, well, obviously they went higher than they should have gone because they didn't translate into NHL players. You're not going to hit on every player. But the fact of the matter is, ironically enough, for me this year, I'm wondering if sort of the, the tier defenseman after, say, Jamie Drysdale, and Sanderson, uh, Jeff Sanderson's son, those two, those two D. I wonder if that next tier, which might include Sherwood Parks, Caden Gooley, if he might actually have more value than where he's going to get slotted in. Like, if I, 
like a six foot two left shot defenseman that can skate and move the puck. In a lot of years, that's a top ten guy. And this year, he might be there at 14. So what do the Oilers do? Again, sounds like Seth Jarvis is a guy that's moving up a bit. Uh, some people have Ridley Gregg moving up. I know yesterday we had Mark Edwards on. He talked about he's got Ridley Gregg at 14, uh, which would be Edmonton's spot. Back to our Oilers now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray Online, directworkwear.com. Um, and I think this is in relation to a question that Jason Greger asked yesterday in the media availability on the difference in draft prospects uh, compared to the uh, past. And this might have a little bit to do uh, with the size issue. I think that the young players are more prepared than, than they were you know, 20 years ago for a variety of reasons. Um, number one, information and knowledge, just being able to watch um, you know, games all the time. And you have every country has uh, identifies the young players, the, the U16, U17 tournaments, world tournaments, U18s, U20s. So I just think the younger players, then you have player development. Every organization has got uh, player development departments. Uh, so I think uh, I know that uh, agents, they, they also prior to the draft a year or two earlier, take their players uh you know somewhere to a development camp so i just think that the players are much more prepared now than they were 20 years ago all right that question was asked why it seems like there's greater success rate in the last few years uh, development you draft them in new development and we've talked about this on the show hey i work for the orders entertainment group i'll tell you point blank uh there's been a greater emphasis on development in the last couple of years in the american hockey league than there was for several years preceding jay woodcroft's assignment to bakersfield there was too much focus on the success for the coach and the comment was well i want to get to the nhl too and sometimes coaches that on the Oilers farm uh, teams, some of whom were good coaches, were, you know, picking 26 or 27-year-old call-ups over the ECHL with the Oilers prospects. And that's how some guys stagnate. That is not going to occur under Ken Holland. And certainly, even in fairness to Pete Chiarelli, that was a turnaround that occurred when he assigned Jay Woodcroft to Bakersfield for the start of the 2018-19 season. It is a virtual draft versus a normal format. Here's Ken Holland. Well, it's going to be very different, Ashley. Uh, I mean, obviously, part of the excitement of draft day is, you know, you're at all those tables and you've got uh, all the organizations and the general managers and you can, you know, you've, you've got a, you know, you've got a, you know, phone at your desk and you can wander the, the, the floor and you bump into people and um, bumping into people creates talk or you can you can go over and you can carry on a conversation. So now you got to be, uh, so it's going to be different. Um you know, obviously, um, I, I know the NHL is going to do everything they can to try, try to make the day as special as they can for the young players that are going to be selected. It's a great day. They've, the players have been and their families have been thinking about this day for, you know, probably a number of years as they've, uh, you know, gone through Bantam drafts and midgets and played junior hockey and college hockey and played in Europe. So hopefully we can make this a special day for the for the young players and their families and um, but certainly it's going to be m- much different not being uh, having everybody in in one location and one of the things uh, that a lot of general managers do is they work the room after they make their pick in the first round and it's going to be obviously a little bit different uh, this year we'll have more thoughts from Ken Holland coming up next couple days as we head into free agency as well uh, when we come back in orders now Brendan and myself are going to give you our top 14 picks uh, but not before I tell you that uh, the orders need to have their restricted free agents qualified today by 3 o'clock Edmonton time 5 o'clock Eastern 
entirely possible that we only may see two players qualified, Ethan Bear and William Lagason. Andreas Athanasiu, Matt Benning, I know some people have, we've talked about this a lot, that it was unlikely, 3 million and 1.95 million, uh, I think it's 1.95 on Benning, that those guys would receive QOs at this time. Uh, Cameron Hibbig, Ryan Kuffner, uh, Nolan Vesey, Logan Day, uh, Angus Redman, and Ryan Mantha, who unfortunately had his career derailed due to uh, an injury, uh, unlikely you'll see any of those guys get qualified. So we'll keep an eye on that a little bit later on. When we come back, we'll give you our picks. And Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Uh, you can pan them if you want. Don't forget, keep texting us. Ashley Fine Floors, text line 780-496-0063. You're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, I'm James Neal from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Two quick texts for you. Randy has texted the show to say, hey, Bob, I've never seen this kid play, and it appears like he's not a big guy. But the Oilers do not have a guy that's a pain in the butt to play against. Cassian was supposed to be that player, but he comes and goes. Could a kid like Ridley Gregg be what the Oilers need? He seems to have some offensive ability, and according to reports, plays like Cotter and plays with speed. Future third-line center, question mark, from Randy. Uh, Ridley Gregg was a guy yesterday. Mark Edwards had it 14. He is another guy that we're hearing is rising. Hard-nosed, competitive SOB out of the Brandon Wheat Kings. I've had multiple WHL people tell me they really like this player. Um, can you take him at 14? I, I don't know. The comparable I got from people was more like Darcy Tucker. The Nazem Kadri. It's not for good. Kadri's had a, he's had at least one 30 goal season in the NHL. And Herm, who's an old goaltender himself, says, Bob, if Yaroslav Askarov is available at 14, the orders need to take him. We all know how important a top goaltender means in the NHL. All scouts are same. Best goaltender since Carey Price. Brendan, we have five minutes. Let's get to it right here, right now. Are we conceding the number one pick as Lafreniere to the Rangers? 100%. Who do you have it to? I'm going Stutzel because the, all the scouts seem to be saying this guy is simply cleared by field. I am gonna, I am gonna go with Quinton Byfield at two. I'm gonna put Stutzel at three. Do you have Byfield at three? I do. Who do you have Detroit taking at four? Cole Perfetti. Okay. That's who I that's who I have it for. I am hearing uh some scuttle but the Detroit's a player that's in or uh, Detroit's an organization that's impressed uh by Seth Jarvis. So I don't know if that's true, but somebody in the league uh with a team not in the Eastern Conference but not with the Oilers has suggested to me that they're here in Detroit likes uh, Jarvis a bit, but I have Perfetti at four as well. I thought some consideration for Rossi as well. Ottawa uh 
You know, I have them getting Stutzla. You have them getting Byfield. Who do they get at five with that second pick? Well, to me, they've got to go defenseman either way here. I have them taking Jamie Drysdale. Okay, that's who I have there as well. Six. Anaheim. This is tough, too, because I can see Sanderson for sure, but I don't know how much further than this Lucas Raymond can fall, so I've got the Ducks taking Raymond. I have Raymond there as well. (laughs) I have Sanderson, ironically, at 7 to New Jersey. To me, New Jersey could use a defenseman. Of course, they've drafted a couple centers the last couple of years, smaller centers in Heischer as well as Hughes at number one overall. Who do you got in New Jersey at seven? I have Sanderson at seven, and that was sort of the coin flip for me. Do they gamble on a goaltender of the future at seven? Uh, it seemed a little too rich in my opinion. Buffalo Sabres have the eighth overall pick. There's a lot of people sort of not sure necessarily where Buffalo is going, what they're doing. Some, you know, the the Jack Eichel stuff that's out there. I had another call this morning, Bob. There's more to it than you. I'm like, set. They paid seven and a half million dollar bonus. Why would they possibly trade him now? Uh, but I have Marco Rossi from the Ottawa 67s going to Buffalo at eight. Brendan, I have him too. I, I think they need some scoring. Simply points number nine minnesota where do they go i think this is where the oilers lose out on seth jarvis they need something down the middle and i think that just with how his stock has risen it's jarvis at nine okay i have anton lundell uh you know what they had koivu there forever lundell's a big centerman now there's some people that think he might only be a third line center uh, I think there might be a higher ceiling like that. He is represented by Jeff Jackson, but I have Lundell going nine to Minnesota. And that's a lot higher than a lot of people do. Number 10 to the Winnipeg Jets. They could use a center or they could use a uh, right defenseman, uh, but you're drafting best player available. Who do you got going there? Well, I went the opposite of what I imagine you did here. So Jarvis went one pick before I went Lundell at 10. Okay, and I'm going to go with Jack Quinn from the – or. Yeah, I'm going to go with Quinn to Winnipeg. Actually, you know what? Uh, I'm going Quinn or Jarvis. And let's not forget that Seth Jarvis is from Winnipeg. So I've got one of Jarvis or Quinn at Winnipeg at 10. 11. How are you feeling about goal at 11, Brendan? Yeah, well, so did everybody else that I seem to be reading too. And yet I thought they've already got um, UC Soros there that they've invested a lot of time in. I don't know if at 5'11", he's your starting goaltender of the future. I just can't see Nashville pulling the trigger. So instead of Askarov, I went with uh, Alexander Holtz here. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to slug uh, Jarvis into Winnipeg's spot at 10 because I've got Quinn going 12 to the Florida Panthers. Who do you have at Florida? And I'm going with Askarov at 11, but who do you have at 12. I don't see a lot of faith in their back end right now, so I think they jump up and grab Caden Gooley at 12. Hmm. So that would mean that you did not have Quinn at this point yet. Is that right? That's right. Okay. Uh, Alexander Holtz is who I've got 13 to Carolina. What about you? I went Hendricks Lapierre. I read that they liked what they'd seen since he sort of recovered from injury this year. I wonder whether or not it's a team that's got two number one picks that takes the swing on Hendricks Lapierre because he's had multiple concussion issues. Which brings us uh, to 14 at Edmonton. So, on my board, Jarvis has gone 10th to Winnipeg and Quinn has gone 12th to Florida. Uh, I have Gooley there and I have Greg there. I think Edmonton would also look at the two German forwards there. Wouldn't surprise me. Now, some might say maybe the Oilers trade down. Um... If Jarvis is there, I see Edmonton taking Jarvis, but on my board, Jarvis is gone. Uh, Both Gooley and Greg are there on my board. 
So I'm going to go off a slightly different path here. I'm thinking they might take Gooley at 14 if all those forwards are gone. Go for it, Brendan. What do you got? Oh, I'm surprised to hear three D or three years in a row with a defenseman in the first round. I think that they've got to shore up some goal scoring here, and I know he's a right winger, but they're going to take Jack Quinn if he's available. And- well, that's uh, you know what, and I got Quinn gone, so that's 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 part of the issue. So basically, I've got you've got Gooley at 12. I've got Quinn at 12. Uh, we'll see what Edmonton does. I, I in a perfect world. I think the Oilers would be elated. They'd block slap shots in the new to Seth Jarvis is with their 14. I think Jarvis and Quinn and Lundell are all gone. If they're not, if one of those guys is there at 14, I think that could be Edmonton's pick. But if all three of those guys are there and the Oilers can't orchestrate a trade down, um, I think the pick will be Caden Gooley. Uh, and again, we're both operating under the context that the goalies are both out of here. Don't bet the farm on any of that, just for the record. But we'll wait and see what ends up transpiring here. We're going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with Mark Spector on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.